Welcome to Team Perry's Step Out of Line podcast, featuring co-hosts Perry and Lori Finkelstein. Together, they explore, meet, and share inspirational stories with guests who have made a positive impact in today's world. This podcast resonates with our hope to make this world a better place one step at a time through love, acceptance, and uplifting conversations. We have the amazing Daryl Strawberry, who is one of our favorite Mets. I grew up a Yankee fan, so I grew up watching him as a Yankee also. Um, the most phenomenal player, and I know as a kid, I will always remember his long, lean form reaching for those balls and my mother screaming on the top of her lungs, oh my God. And I try to describe to Perry um, the feeling it was to watch you, and it's kind of hard to describe it. So we wanted to say a big hello to you, Daryl, and see how you're doing. Well, thank you guys. Thank you for, guys for reaching out to me. Thank you, Perry, for reaching out to me. It, 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 it means so much to me, you know, just to be able to have this opportunity. And I'm glad I responded. I didn't know for sure. And, you know, you sometimes on social media, you don't know who, who's who. And, and this was a great opportunity for me to, to, to meet someone very special. Not, not me, but, but you, you know, and, and your, your thoughts and your thoughts are a great deal to me. Uh, and knowing now sitting face to face, uh, with you and talking to you, I, I'm doing well. Hopefully you guys are doing good and, um, these uh, during these very difficult times that we're all in, and hopefully you've been safe. We've been safe. So we're missing baseball a lot, terribly. You know, I, I live all year to watch baseball. Perry does too. We watch every game. Do you have that same feeling, or is is there another sport that's filling that sport need for you? Well, I mean, I don't have the kind of same feeling like it was when I was playing. You know, it was – it was a lot more fun, you know, when you're out there and you got to put the uniform on every day and play. But it's kind of different now when you've been away from it uh, for a long time. You know, I've been out of the game for almost over 20 years now. So uh, I, I do enjoy, you know, the moments of it. You know, when, when the season starts, opening day is always exciting. That has passed by now. So it's really – I know it's really tough for fans, you know, who are used to having opening day and preparing themselves and preparing yourself – like you said, watching, you guys watch a lot of games, you know, and you don't have that today. So it, it makes it very difficult, makes it very frustrating for, you know, fans to be able to have the opportunity because you don't have to actually go to the game and be at the game. But watching the game is always, you know, a little bit more. It's it's so much more better, um, you know, hearing the announcers on television because you get to, kind of be inside the game and feel the game a little bit better when you're watching the ball game at home. Right. Now, especially, they have such an analytics and they know so much more about what this pitcher's going to pitch and how he's going to do it. And um, Do you feel like you, at you, when you played that you were at a disadvantage because you didn't have all this technology to help you? Or was the game purer back then and you feel like it was just you know, a different ball game? Well, I, I think it was better back then when we would play because it was just raw. You didn't have to have all this information. Um, you had to, you know, you had to really prepare yourself for each night who you're, who you're facing and, and learn a little bit about it. You had videos on, on even, you know, what kind of pitches you like to throw in certain situations. But I think uh, today they have just so much. I think it just, you put too much in the guy's head. He can't really think of, you know, 
what it's like to just be out there playing. Because baseball is just like the game. You just play. You you have fun. Um, you want to be on a good team, and you want to win. And I was very fortunate, you know, in my years of playing, you know, with the Mets. Uh, we had some really good ball clubs. We had some really good players. And we had a lot of fun players. So And, and we had a lot of fun, fun playing together. So uh, I would like to see them get back to that and stop changing so many things and making so many different rules and, you know, get that instant replay out of here. You know, I mean, if you make a call, you make a call. You have to live with it. That's the way the game used to be played. So I think they've changed so much, you know, where you can't slide into second base and break up a double play. You know, I, I don't think that's baseball. And, and I, don't think, I don't think it's fair that you can't run the catcher over. If he blocks the plate, I need to run him over, you know. So. Right. I know. I just that, Yeah, so. It changed a little just, bit. Go ahead. Um, I wanted to ask you, because I know you've had a very different life after baseball was over and a lot of things happened to you. And I know just talking to Perry, if you, you know, spend some time talking with her, she has many things in her life that's made her who she is today and that's given her the drive that she has and given her the strength and the stamina to do things and how she's able to set her goals. And I know probably now, the person who you are today is totally different than the person who you were years ago. So I really want to talk to the person who you are today. Um, I know you're trying to reach a lot of kids and adults who might be having a difficult time now during Corona, um, keeping strong and being able to get through the day. And I know you probably have a message to tell people, um, you know, being that you're a very, um, you're a very faithful person and you, you have, uh, you know, you believe very strongly in God and your faith. So if you could tell us um, a word of wisdom, words of wisdom, how you would get through, you know, Corona times and times when you might feel isolated. Yeah. Corona times and, and just any times when we feel isolated and, and, you know, I, I think that's where I became stronger, you know, and in, inside of myself because I, I, I started to, I got to a place where I got into faith and, and started operating in a different capacity and not looking from an earthly standpoint. I started looking for, from an eternal standpoint. And I think so many of us don't look from that. We look from what's here now and what's going to happen after, you know, we cross over. And when we cross over into our new life, you know, this body of ours, our parents, it won't be the same. It'll be a new body. You know, we'll be a, we'll be new. We'll be free forever. And we won't have to worry about the difficult times, the circumstances of all this. So I think this this here is just a challenge. It's always been a challenge for every last one of us. Because let me just say this to you, wonderful ladies. Nobody signs up for difficult times. Right. Okay. I didn't sign up for one pair. You didn't sign up for Nobody signs up for difficult times. But they are there and, and they are real. And it's what we do with them and how do we make the best out of them. And just like you talked before, we even got online. She's in college. She got a 3.8. She's remarkable, you know. And, you know, there's no mistakes. You know, God loves you. God knows you. He's going to take care of you. And you're going to be his prize when this life is over. And, and that's what it really comes down to for all of us. Do we understand that? And I think a lot of times we don't because we only see what we see from a natural standpoint here. And we don't see beyond that. And I think we have to get to a place where we can see past all of that. Right. You actually, um, I had seen a picture of you in Israel. You went to visit Israel with your wife, I believe. Um, did you like it? Would you go back? I love it. It is the greatest place. You know, it's, it's, it's so remarkable because 
you, you know, they they live so different than we do. Right. They live, they live among themselves together as people. And that's something so different compared to what we live here towards each other. We live separated, isolated, you know, different, you know, different cultures. You know, you go there and it's just as one people. It's, you know, it's, it's the Jewish people. It's their, it's their land. It's the holy land. It's the promise, you know, of all great things that will return. And, and if you, if anyone ever gets a chance and opportunity to go there, you know, I would encourage them. It, it is the place, you know, it, it is, it is, it is remarkable. And so we, we had a remarkable time. We were so blessed to be able to be there and go there and see, um, see Israel. What was the favorite thing that you've seen there? What was the best part of it? Do you think? Well, I, I think the best part of it was the people and, and seeing how they really live and seeing how disciplined they really are. You know, seeing how when the weekend comes, you know, they shut down Shabbat. Right. You know, they completely, you know, shut down. And it's remarkable that a country of people would do that. I would, I wish, I wish we could do that here. You know, and, and right, it's hard to keep everything off. Yeah, yeah. It's so it's, it's, they don't. We don't know how to turn things off. And I, I think that I think I was more impressed with that of the discipline of them uh, of shutting everything off and doing things in a certain different way. Uh, than we ever done here. I, I, I just think it's, I think it's remarkable that you can do that. My son right now is um, studying in Israel, and he is living in the old city. So the hotel is right outside his dorm. So every day he can go outside, go on the rooftop of the school, and see the hotel. Um, and he is appreciating every moment. I know that he's there because it's a totally different world. And I talked to him on the phone and I hear the birds feeding and I hear people singing <laughs> in the background. It's, it's very serene and it's amazing. Um, I know it it's is. a special place. It is a very special place. It, it is such a, it's such, such a great land. And, you know, it's, that's why it's called the Holy Land because it's holy, you know, and it, it's, no one's ever going to be able to touch that. That's God's promises. Yeah. To the Israelites, you know, no one will be able to touch that land. That that land belongs to him and his people. They are the chosen people, and they always will be. Oh, I hope you get to go again soon. Yeah. When we we could all get out. What's the first thing you're going to do when um, this Corona quarantine is over? Well, I, I think like most people, I think everybody want to, you know, just go out and relax and have have dinner or something or. You know, taking a ball game or something. You know, I, I think people are people are excited about just being out and just being in life again. I think you know what we all been through and what we're going through right now is it's so challenging for all of us, and it's something that we we have lived. I mean, I'm 58. Um, 58. After lived 58 years, I've never seen anything like this in, in my lifetime. So I'm, I'm quite sure everybody's ready to get back out. And, yeah, we want to be safe, no question about it. But at the same time, we want to be people. We want to be busy. We want to be doing life. I think this right now is, is really challenging for us. It, it, it challenges everybody at this particular time to find out what's important and who you are. You know, and, and I think that's really what we got to really focus on as we see this and as we get out of this. I'm hoping – that people will come out of this with a better perspective about life, that life is really short. Right. You know, and there's no, there's, tomorrow's never promised to us, you know, and, and we don't know what's going to take place. And 
how do we deal with it? And, you know, I think we, I think we live in a society that's been completely so, so more self-centered. Hopefully we can get out of that and we can come together as people and we can work together and we can learn how to love each other all over again. Agreed. It's a good lesson. Yes. We started with the Mets. We're going to end with the Mets. Who is, if they were playing, who is your favorite player for this year, this season for the New York Mets? Um, for this year, I probably would have to be Pete. You know, I think he's. That's what everyone says. Yeah, I think he's been the. I think he's been the guy that they're looking to, you know, take over and and be a player that you know, a young player that can, you know, do some great things for years after years. I, I know this is going to have to be a big adjustment after just being ready after having a rookie season like he did, and coming back this year, and now you've had to sit. Um, you're not going to get a full season in, so how do you make that adjustment? And hopefully, okay. uh, hopefully that adjustment can come with no pressure, because a lot of times young players start to start to put pressure on themselves to try to perform, and you know because of all they've been through at this point. You know they were headed into the season. Now the season's been cut, and now you know you got to have to. I agree. All right, Daryl. Thank you so much for your time, and please thank your wife. Also, it was a pleasure to meet her. And you're welcome. We love you. We love what you're doing with your life. Um, I love you too. Love you guys too, and I appreciate you guys, Harry. I appreciate you reaching out to me. Thank you so much. And you know we've been me? friends for many years. We, yeah. I just have a feeling, um, and we're very proud of you. What you've done with yourself and your life, and and the word that you're trying to get out, and how you inspire so many people. 